But for my love situation, I just want y'all to know I'm going to always go deep and make explosive plays. So y'all get ready to see my speed a lot. Gig them. Sir, man. Gig them. And we're back, number two on the field, number one in y'all's hearts. It's Chase Lane coming back to you guys live with the second episode of the Pod of Aggie Land. Got some, got some great things for you in store for this for this episode, man. I got my teammate Yo Keith Brown that's gonna make an appearance on the show later, and uh, would love for you guys to hear what he has to say about you know his upbringing and um, his the way he grew up in Miami and just how his transition from Florida to Texas, man. And would love for y'all to hear that. So make sure you. Uh, tune in for that, man. But let's uh, get right into it, man. Uh, a little update on myself. Um, I kind of want to start doing like a like a mental health check with everything about how everybody's doing. So for me, I'm in I'm in a good place right now. Um, you know, grad school, really getting started. Had a nice Labor Day, but uh, you know, just taking care of my business on and off the field, like I always have been. And um, yeah, man. Uh, I feel like I haven't really. Uh, showed you guys I know I know it's only been one episode but I showed you guys like what I'm into outside of football so um I'm really if you ask my teammates I'm really a chill dude man like um I like to spend time with my parents and my family number one I'm a very very family oriented person man um they mean the mean the world to me um love spending time with my girlfriend um she actually plays soccer here she's the captain of the, of the soccer team so um would love to bring her on for a show to just talk about her experience of being a just a, a woman student athlete here on campus. But uh, yeah, man, I'm I'm not too I'm not too easy, not too hard to please, man. I just like having a good time with the people I care about the most. So I feel like that's all what it's really about at the end of the day. Um, but yeah, man, let's get right back into it, man. College football uh, week two for a lot of people. But uh, let's talk about that LSU and Florida State game, man. That game. That game came after our um, rain delay Sam Houston game that we had. Um, but watching that game, it was like everything that could go wrong for LSU went wrong. And uh, no offense to them, man. Um, I wish um, Coach Kelly could have had a better coming out party than he did because um, they were in they were in the Superdome. Not yeah, they were in the Superdome. Like they were in their backyard, man, and. Uh, just couldn't get the job done, but um, that just goes to show how important special teams is. And I feel like so many people and so many fans look over special teams because you look at um, uh, neighbors, number eight, dropped a punt, um, came back, and they were luckily able to put together a 99-yard drive to go and potentially tie the game or win the game. And then what do they do? Field goal block, game over. So. Uh, special teams is so important, man, and uh, I feel like a lot of people don't really understand that concept. But luckily, we are pretty strong on special teams as a as a team. So um, hopefully, we never have an experience like that. Knock on wood. But um, yeah, Alabama versus Texas. Um, those other guys down the street in Austin, uh, they got college game day. It's gonna be a phenomenal atmosphere. And uh, actually, yeah, you know. Even though I'm an Aggie and I go to AM, I love going to Austin, Texas, like all the time. Like my birthday is on spring break every year. 
uh, me and my teammates, we go to Lake Travis every year. We get a boat. Like, we have fun. And Austin is, Austin's is such a vibey place, but um, I think Alabama might go down there and, uh, yeah. Alabama might go down there and cause some problems, man. But, uh, you know, I, I hope it's a good game because, um, you know, every year Texas does get a lot of hype. And uh, I, I'm really eager to see what uh, Quinn, Quinn, I think I think it's Quinn Ewers, 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 um, the quarterback. I'm really eager to see what he does, and uh, against a team like Alabama. But hopefully, it's a good, it's a good showing for them because you know they are at home and they'll have that, um, that confidence boost from the home crowd. But, but uh, Bryce Young, man, he, that man's different. That man is truly different. So. Um, it's going to be a fun environment for both teams, and I'm really, really looking forward to see the outcome of that game. Um, Kentucky at Florida. Um, you know, Florida just got the dub against Utah at home, and uh, they got Kentucky at home, but Kentucky is not no slouch. And um, that's going to be a good SEC, SEC East matchup for them. Um, Billy Napier, first, though, second test, because Utah was a good test. So that's going to be a good game for them. And then Baylor at BYU. Um, Baylor's program, I believe, is trending in the right direction. I know they um, were at a really good place with Coach Matt Rule, but you know he went to the league, obviously. But uh, that's gonna be a that's gonna be a fun little game. Um, you know, BYU is one of those teams that you don't really know what you're gonna get, and BYU is also one of those teams that's, that's always gonna play up to their competition. So um, I feel like that's gonna be a pretty good game. But uh, yeah, moving on to us, man, the Aggies. Uh, week two of practice. Um, we've, we've been having a pretty good solid week of practice. Um, I feel like our best practices are when, like when the offense are doing things right and when the defense are doing things right. And like one side of the ball, isn't like capitalizing off mistakes, like good things are happening when both sides of the ball are doing good. So I feel like we've been doing like a lot of that this week and we've been competing. Like when we, we when we have been able to go against the, the defense, we don't go against them every day. But when we have been able to go against the defense, I feel like we've been competing. Um, App State coming in, um, you know, one of those teams that um, they're always going to compete. They they like to compete. They're going to compete. Um, they're an older team. They have a lot of fifth-year and sixth-year guys that came back. And, uh, you know, anybody who knows college football knows App State has, has had a, a track record of um, coming into venues and um, upsetting them, upsetting them. And um, I never want to call it upset because I have respect for our opponents. But um, App State, uh, like, yeah, like I said, they always have a history of coming in um, and winning big games. So, um, yeah, it's been something we've discussed. They put up 61 points against a really uh, a good team that we saw two years ago in the Orange Bowl in North Carolina. So, yeah, man, I'll, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Just just for us to go out there and just compete and just play the best we can and hopefully get their best shot as well. So, uh, moving on, what should fans know about App State? Uh, well, like I said, they have a lot of um, fifth year and sixth year guys, which means that they're experienced. Um, they got a lot of guys who have bought into the program. Um, guys who don't necessarily see anything to lose. They just want to, they just want to play football. And they have a lot of guys over who just love the game of football. And um, yeah, like I said, man, I, I, I keep going back to it, but just, just trying to just go out there and just compete and just, um, just, just have it just be a war, man. That's what football is. It's, it's a war when it comes down to it. Um, how do our receivers match up against their DBs? 
their DBs are they're they're a they're a solid group. They're a solid group of DBs. Um, obviously, like my short answer, I'm always going to take my guys over over any secondary that we see. But um, yeah, they got a solid group of guys. They're an older group, so that means that they're you're not going to see a lot of um, just silly mistakes out there. Um, but um, you know, just going to just try to compete, man. I I don't I don't want to. I don't want to give any billboard material for them, but uh, you know, just trying to go out there and compete, and um, uh, you know, give them their best shot. And I, I know they feel some type of way about us and all the publicity that we get as a team and as a school. So uh, they're going to come in here prepared, ready to play. Um, oh, another thing—they're an aggressive unit. Um, they play really aggressive. Um, they're gonna—they're gonna try to get under your skin, but um, our coaches and mainly our receiver coach. Coach Coley has really just um, harped on just keeping our composure, um, keeping our composure this week and just making sure that we're uh, not getting any 15-yard penalties that we just don't need and just um, trying to stay clear away from the self-inflicted wounds. On the offense side of the ball, they have a really um, experienced quarterback in Chase Bryce, uh, Clemson transfer, so um, he's used to the big stage. He's used to playing in or being a part of Power 5 atmosphere, so um it's going to be the, up to the fans if they want to rattle him. But, um, you know, he's an experienced guy. He, like, most definitely performed last week um, against UNC and put up, was a part of putting up 61 points. So um, I know Coach Durkin and the defense and, and that staff is going to put together a game plan to try to try to um, make him uh, unsettled back there in the pocket and um, hopefully create a lot of turnovers, man. But, um, yeah, for the most part um, – I expect it to be a really good game. Um, they've been, they've had like, like good winning seasons like last couple of years, and um, I've always respected App State from afar, honestly, just because like the way they carry themselves as a program. So I think that's the best thing you can do is when when you truly. Coach Fisher always says that you respect your opponent by like playing like your ultimate hardest. So. Um, I feel like everybody on the team is not sliding them and looking over them because if you look back to last year, our week two matchup, we um, we damn near got beat by Colorado, and that was a scary feeling and um, kind of a reality check for us. So, yeah, you know, look, look, man, and man like um, we barely got out of that that stadium alive with the win. So I feel like having that. Um, experience and a lot of the guys on the team who've experienced that feeling at like like with the Colorado game last year, um, no one's gonna be trying to like overlook any team that's on the schedule. And um, I feel like guys this week have done like a really good job of just being present and just working, like just focusing on taking it one week at a time, man. Not looking down the road at any games, man, but just um, just being present in one place, man, and just um, preparing for App State and like what they're gonna throw at us. So. Um, yeah, I expect it to be a really good game, like I said. Um, hopefully the offense can um, not struggle early like we did um, in the Sam Houston game. But, yeah, man, just trying to just come out fast and play fast and um, play as mistake-free as we can on both sides of the ball, and I feel like we can do that. So if we do that, then um, hopefully the school board, hopefully the school board will say what we want to say at the end of the day. So, um, yeah, man. And now the moment we've all been waiting for. Um, got a special guest on, uh, my teammate, uh, my fellow wide receiver, 
Mr. Yul Keith Brown. Uh, appreciate you being on the show today. So, uh, Yul Keith, man, what's up, man? What's good? How you doing? What's going on? Appreciate y'all for having me. Sir. So, you know, uh, this, let's just get right into it, man. So, um, you know, you're from South Florida. You're from Miami. I know you wear that on your sleeve, and I know that's what you um, you like to talk about and uh, how you always pay home to your people back home. So just tell us and tell the people watching um, what those ties in Miami are like for you and just how um, special being from Miami is to you. Well, you know, everybody look at Miami as a beautiful city. And everybody liked to travel there, but you know, my experience in Miami it was a little different. You know, I had to get mine off the muscle a little bit, grind a little harder than everybody else did around the country. But I also love coming from Miami just because everywhere in the city is competition and you can never be the yeah. best at something with anything. So I feel like just that being installed in you is just different from everybody else. So that's why I just love being from Miami and I support my city because I know they got my back. I, yeah, I saw that um in your in your first media day you talked about how in your neighborhood uh, they kind of view you as the hometown hero and the neighborhood hero. So just talk about how uh, kids back home looking up to you and how scoring that first touchdown at home in Kyle Field, like and day before your birthday. Um, tell me just how that felt and just how like the the reception you got back from everybody at home. Let's talk about that. I just want to, at first, just thank God for it all first, just because, like, how things went. And, you know, that was really like a birthday gift, I feel like, from him to me. And then just being, yeah. like, the neighborhood hero in the city, it just felt great because, you know, kids always looked up to me since I was their age, and I always led them to the right way. And I know just seeing them finally see what I've been doing my whole life in the college, environment and then being the first touchdown of the season I just know I turned the city up and I'm glad they they turned yeah. up for me for sure for sure man now you know we always talk about like Texas like high school football Florida high school football California it, it can go on Georgia like name some of the top dudes you went up with um in Miami and just how different like high school football is and just football period is down there in South Florida uh some dogs I went against, I say like, like for example, safeties wise, when I was playing in the slot, I went against Cameron Kitchen, he played for UM. Also James mm -hmm. Williams, five star, he played for UM. Uh, I ran against Terrence Lewis, five star. Yeah. Uh, also Jason Marshall, five star, and Elijah Alim, who just went to the NFL. Yeah. So yeah, it's, so it's how, a lot how of does, I could keep going on and on, but that's just a few off the top. So how is how is high school football in Miami and in Florida? How is it just different from everybody anywhere else in the country? I just feel like cause it's more like a college environment. Like the whole fan base really into it. The city come out and it just be bigger than us sometimes. Like in Miami, everybody trying to look for a football game. So it's like football is mainly the main thing in Miami. So it's like that's where the most competition at and the most fans show up to. So it's like when it's high school ball, it's then the college because we ready. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that, man. So uh, your, your recruiting process was different from any other year, I feel like, in sports because of the COVID pandemic and everything. So 
I remember in the locker room, you told me this last week. You were saying that uh, you didn't even get to visit a and uh, because everything was virtual and they weren't allowing people to take business and everything. So um, what gave you confidence in committing to a and like without even stepping a foot in the state of Texas at, on, on campus? So like, take us through that. Well, I say just like the most part played in it was like the love the coaches showed and just really looking at the school from the outside ends, like, you're trying to find the little things that matter to you. So I was looking at, like, the crowd, the facility, the coaching style. And I just felt like everything was just mm -hmm. cool vibes and mostly, like, about love. And, you know, I Jimbo say love the reason for the fight. So I just felt like it was That's a little love for me there. So I took a shot at it. And so the, uh, were you, like, familiar with, like, Coach Fisher and his staff when he was at Florida State? Yes. I had mainly – most so, got recruited by some of the coaches on the staff, like at other schools, and then came okay. to Texas and them as well. Okay. That's what's up. Um, so, you know, Florida to Texas, that's a big jump, especially just a young kid just leaving his family for the first time. So, um, when you committed to AM, were there any ever, like, uh, like second, I don't know, like maybe I should stay close to home, like I don't know if I should be leaving the crib, like, did you ever have those moments and like what made you so sure that you wanted to come to AM? Besides, I, I know you talked about like the love and everything and all that. So just. Yeah, that definitely was like a big thing because, you know, you am right up the street and that was like an easy option yeah. to go to and just turn up for the city. But it was just like, I said, like after I committed, I just kept saying like right before it was time to leave, like I'm really leaving the city. But how I really looked yeah. at it, it was just like, a kid from me usually don't make it out this city. So me going all the way to Texas, I know they'll love when I'm turning up. Yeah. And just show the younger kids, like, they, they all could do it. All right, so um, take us back to Saturday. We call the play. We sit up from the sideline. You line up. You see the nickels pressed. Tell us what was going through your mind. Um, did you look over at Haynes? Were you – when you came off the ball, did you know it was coming to you? Like, take us through pre-snap, during the play, and in the end zone. Take us through your thought process. So I say, as soon as I lined up, you know, you was next to me. And we both looked to the sideline and seen the play. And then I saw the nickel press. And, you know, that's why we've been watching that film. If they press, they in one man. So I really just yeah. took that in mind. It was like, I got this hash read. I know you got this little underneath route, so – I could really make this a touchdown right now if he ain't see me. So I just felt like once the ball snapped, I took off running. I didn't even use a release. And once I looked yeah. back, <laughs> I just had a feeling like Haynes was throwing it. So once I looked, I saw the ball was coming, and the rest was history. Man, I remember I, 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 remember I said on my last episode that I already knew it was six when I saw the Nichols press. So I can only imagine what was going through your mind. So I came up <laughs> the ball. I, I came up the ball in my route. Ball was already. I'm already know he was in the end zone, so that was turnt, man. Um, oh, yeah. And so I know, um, you know me. Like I see you and Anais on a daily basis, and I know that y'all are are really close. So, um, you, I, I said in my last episode that you are the reason why Anais scored that touchdown on on his play. So just tell us about um, that brotherhood and um, just that mentor Anais has been towards you and how uh, making that block for him, how much that meant to you. So tell us a little something about that. 
Well, you know, yeah, that block played a big part of him scoring. And I really wanted to see him score. So it was just, like, an amazing feeling to me just because, like, you know, every receiver want they self to score. And it was like, even though I already scored, I wanted anybody to score at that point. But just, like, seeing the Nias, you know, me and him already close. And then I seen somebody yeah. about to tackle him. So I'm like, oh, yeah, this is my best chance to make a play at it. And I did. Yeah. And then just after that, I just knew, like, our bond even be way more stronger just because he know I have his back and he going to have mine. Yeah. I think a lot of people who don't play football don't really um, realize, like, what your block meant. And not only for points, but – like for brotherhood and you know how like you said with Coach Fisher be talking about like love is the reason for the fight. And um I'm a vet, so I feel like I see things differently and um like that blog, man, like I said on my uh, on my first episode that your maturity from year one to year two has been outstanding in terms of just your your comprehension of the game and uh your comprehension of Jimbo's offense, because you know this is a very complex offense. So um talk about I want you to talk about um the maturity you've seen in your game from year one to year two in terms of um, reading coverages, in terms of learning how to run the whole route tree, um, blocking, and just take us through all that because, you know, um, that jump from year one to year two is what a lot of guys like to look at. Yeah, you know, now the game a little different where freshmen could come in and play. But my freshman year was a little different, so it was just like everything was moving fast for me because I came in through the summer. And just, like, yeah. learning coverages, learning the playbook, all that was a little tough at first. And then I'd just say, like, just really growing as a player, a person, sitting back, watching the game, really taking your time to take notes. I just feel like that helped me in general and just helping my game, making me more confident on the field, feeling like the old me again. And just really yeah. learning and paying attention was the main point because it's hard not paying attention when you're not really playing. So I really had to lock in on myself and just – Look ahead. Hold on, man. For real. Um, did you ever have like a like a welcome to college moment when you realized like uh like man, like this this should really like no, it's hard, man. Like I don't know if I could do it. I know I, I've had my moments like in the past where like I question if I could do this at this level, like can I play, man? Am I really cut out for this? So like if you ever had one, did you ever have like a welcome to college moment, quote unquote? Yeah, I definitely had a walk in the college moment, especially when uh, I just came in. You know, summer workout started first, so it don't really hit you that hard. But then, you know, we jumped right in the fall camp right after. And that's practice mm. Monday through Sunday. Like, I don't think they understand. It get different. It get tough. Mm. And you just be thinking, like, is he really meant for this? Like, you got to get in your bag or you're going to get left. That's how I feel about it. For real. No cap, man. Well, uh, you know, we uh, we've kind of opened up the the playbook like we I talked about a little bit, bit and how we were kind of throwing the pill around a little more. And uh, we haven't really seen no explosive plays like that in our offense in in, in a couple of years. So uh, I know I talked about it, but I just want to I want fans to hear your uh, your perspective on it. Excuse me. Uh, like um, what can fans expect from. Um, our offense in terms of, like, more explosive players down the field and just getting the ball into playmakers' hands like yourself? I just feel like that's going to be a big role in our game this year just due to the type of talent we have in the room and the depth in the room. We have multiple guys who can catch the ball in space. with it. That's why 
blocking is a main key for us too because you know open field space all we need is a second block and with the type of guys we got in speed skill we got you know one player is all we need so i feel like they'll right. see more explosive plays throughout the whole season just because we could catch a bubble and go for 60. so uh just while i have you here man like i, I don't want to hold you here too long but um i've i remember when when you first got here and uh, and I had my media day or in my press conferences last year. Uh, I was telling people off the jump, like, number eight, you'll keep Brown, man. Like, when this man, when he gets his opportunity, he's going to make the most of it. And um, I've been saying that ever since you got here. Uh, I, I even said last week, your your improvement from year one to year two, and I always go back to the church because – um, a lot of guys, that's where they thats where they can either make it or they break it. And I feel like maturity is so vital in playing the wide receiver uh, position in the offense like the one we're in. And, man, I just want to say, like, kudos to you, bro, for, like, taking the coaching, taking the adversity, taking the ups and downs with everything and just keeping your head down and coming to work every day. And now, like, uh, when we lined up, when I'm, when I'm lined up out there with you, you telling me what I got. Like, you telling me. Like what we finna do, man, and and that and that is so like for a vet, man. Like I don't, want, I'm not this old head. I don't, I don't want to come off like I'm this old head. But as an older guy in the room, bro, like seeing that growth and maturity in a player, like is is so big for me because it just show, shows how much you love the game and how how great you want to be. So, bro, like like man, I I appreciate you, bro, for uh, taking the time out of your day to to come on the show, bro, and um. I know the fans are gonna love it when they when when this episode come out, bro. So I want to leave it out to you if you want to say anything to the fans to look out for for more stuff from you like you did last Saturday. So the the floor is yours, man. Man, first off, I just want to say thank y'all for having me on here, Chase. You know we've been together since my freshman year, like you say. We I grew for sure because I remember not even knowing what the play was to really tell you like yes. what we got now. So you know. Yeah. Just being able to grow with you, and you know we're gonna keep eating together. I just appreciate you, especially appreciate you for having me on here. And with that, what's up, bro? Love to the fans. You already know it's love. And to the fans, I just want y'all to know more explosive plays gonna come from all us in the room. But for my love situation, I just want y'all to know I'm gonna always go deep and make explosive plays. So y'all get ready to see my speed a lot. Giggle, yes, sir, man. Yes, giggle. Yeah, go, <laughs> oh. and I'm gonna have a my guy, bro. For y'all every week, so don't be tripping. good. Good, my guy, bro. <laughs> appreciate, appreciate you, bro. I appreciate, appreciate it, man. You too. Yeah, man. So that's all I got for episode two of the pod of Aggie Land. I just want to say a special shout out and thank you to all the fans and supporters of the podcast who have bought their season pass in order to listen to this episode. Um, the support does not go unnoticed. Um, me and my producers over at Perme Media, we really appreciate it. And uh, just continue showing support, man, for, for my podcast and what we're trying to accomplish this season, man. So um, thanks again, everybody, for tuning in to the second episode of the Pot of Aggie Land. Uh, this is Chase Land checking out, man. Peace. Perfect.